Style, the mind-bending film and television podcast you didn't know you needed. I am one of your hosts, Michael Shields, here with you today as we celebrate an absolute gem of a show in Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, which can be found on Apple TV, is a situational comedy series developed by Bill Lawrence, Jason Sudeikis, Joe Kelly, and Brendan Hunt, based on characters of the same name that Sudeikis first portrayed in a series of promos for NBC Sports coverage of the Premier League. The series commences with American college football coach Ted Lasso being recruited to coach an English Premier League team despite having no experience in association football. Ted Lasso is really special, and as is who I am joined by today in Jonathan Hart, who you might remember from the John Was Trying to Contact Aliens episode, or the Picard episode, or the End of the Fucking World episode, or the Bill Paxton tribute episode. Before we dig into Lasso, I just want to again remind you of Jonathan's excellent podcast, also part of the Osiris Media Group called The Broke Down Podcast. It's one that brings listeners a regular dose of Grateful Dead music, news, and discussion. Although a dead podcast, Jonathan always has great guests on from all walks of life. For example, the last episode was with actor, producer, and playwright Eric Jensen. And before that, he had on Zachary Kale, an enchanting singer-songwriter who I really, really love. That's the Broke Down Podcast, which can be found at OsirisPod.com and anywhere podcasts can be heard. Again, really, really great stuff there. All right, let's start this party and talk some Lassa. How you doing, Jonathan? Welcome back to the party. I am I'm great. I'm happy to be here. Yes, I, I I know we're both so excited about talking about this show. This this was one of the um, it, it's weird to say this, but you know, s- s- watching this was one of the more content I felt, maybe happy during during last year. It was it was that much of hadn't that much of an impact on me in the way that in the feel good way. Right. It's like uh, 
Yeah, so much of TV is, it's escapist, but it's exciting and it's scary, it's adventure or whatever, you know, or tense drama. This had drama and we'll get into it, but but this show, just like, first of all, unexpected. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It just made me feel, it made me feel good. Uh, I was... I was going to tell you right before we started rolling is that uh-huh. you know we you know watched this reached out to you about it we decided we'd do this have this conversation then I watched it again to be ready mm. and then we you know life and holidays got in the yep. way we came back from our time at the beach and rewatched the finale we sat down and we we're like oh did we finish when our rewatch I don't know let's watch the finale you needed again some more lasso that's what you needed <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and and I loved it it wasn't yep. it didn't felt it didn't feel redundant or whatever. It's just, it's, it's good stuff. Yeah. I like that you just mentioned um, it was unexpected and it was surprising. It was, it, it was even when you mentioned to me and I started to see like kind of in the, you know, entertainment ethos out there that like people were really feeling it. And it, it's, it is wild. It's truly one of Apple TVs for their new uh, Apple TV thing. It's one of their most popular shows. And uh, I, that is surprising. And well, also, Go on. Well, also surprising is that, like, if you watch the trailer, it doesn't look like what it is. Yep. You know, it looks like it. I mean, I like Jason Sudeikis. He's he's talented. He's funny. Yeah. But it looks like it's going to be just a comedy piece, um, making fun of this character. And it's so much more than that. And it grows into that as you watch, which is definitely like that's it was it was um, I saw an article and uh, I think it was The Ringer. And usually I think these articles are kind of crap when they're like, this show shouldn't be as good as it is type thing. But you know, when, when it came to this one, I actually that it actually made so much sense to me, meaning that just like you were saying, just kind of look like a comical vehicle on, on for Sudeikis to do his thing. I and mean, it is a perfect vehicle for him to do his thing. But also all the sport tropes were there. The, the aging athlete versus the young athlete. There was a lot of... Uh, on its surface, there's a lot of predictability, but it, it but it just it, that all goes out the window as the whole thing develops and and you you know they they give you empathy for all the characters. I know we'll talk about that more, but just it's it it probably be, shouldn't be as good as it is. I think they're right. Yeah. Well, you know, there's it's unquestionably similar from a distance to like Major League. I mean, come on. Sure. The whole the 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 whole plot. Other yep. than the fact that he's a, a, a you know, this takes place in England and he's a coach from a completely different mm-hmm. game. Otherwise, it's very, it's the sabotage to to for the team, but un, unbeknownst to somebody in this right. case, yeah, yeah, it's uh, major league vibes all over it. Totally, uh, but yeah, oh man, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, you're <laughs> I gonna it. have to direct this. I don't know where to go <laughs> to like to to run this down. So I would, I would like to go back to that. Just the idea that. Um, about Jason, like, because I, I do, I've, I've enjoyed him a whole lot um, throughout the years. He's kind of like lovable, he's very affable, but like, this was this was a nice vehicle for I think everything he's good at. And in the same way that I think, like, kind of like Eastbound and Down was really, really a good vehicle. You know, um, why can't I think of his name? Kenny Powers is what I'm coming right. up with. Um, uh, it, another one that it reminded me of is, um, do you ever get into any of uh? Ricky Gervais's shows, like not, and I'm not talking The Office, but like Afterlife was one, and Derek is one, and it's just kind of like an offbeat little thing. But like, there's a lot of heart in there, and that's the only reason I, I'm just speaking to heart because this yeah. is all about heart. 
I haven't watched Afterlife. It's kind of like one of those that I my, my wife Almost. doesn't <laughs> love Ricky Gervais, sure. so like I, I'm yeah, afraid I, to I put it on. That. Yeah, uh, but it does. I, it, it it has a surprising amount of heart, and that cool. I think that's why I bring it up. You know, and it just it just I didn't realize. It just, and I always wonder if it's because I'm more emotional these days. I find myself tearing up or feeling it, but I'm a pretty emotional guy anyways. But I mean, I didn't realize how this would make me feel on many levels throughout the whole thing. And, and it's, while it's got that heart and while you're, you know, drawn into the characters and each and every one of them at some point has that point where you cross over the line from like not liking them they, they make you understand and like almost everyone in it um it's a good time too the 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 the, the one-liners the like i mean the lassos i should say like the, the <laughs> lassoisms i'm not sure of the word yeah you know they um that i'd be curious to to learn about the the writer's room on this show because sure. there is a lot of like Again, as we said, there's a, you know, from a 500 feet view, there's a lot of tropes and familiar things. But when you get into it, there's the good crafting of all of the lines. All Mm -hmm. of the dialogue is really smart. Um, Even if it's not smart, it's, uh, you know, maybe that's not the right word for every line, but like Mm -hmm. the way they fit it together. And, you know, when they have uh, Ted say something completely dumb Mm -hmm. or buffoonish, it it's so true to his character Definitely. that you know I, I i don't know where where it came like i don't know what point in the show after after two watches um you realize that ted is like he's not an idiot he's super mm-hmm. for real yeah like you know you watch the beginning and he's you know he comes into this he knows he's over his head like I give him that. I think mm-hmm. actually maybe the press conference is like the first hint that yep. there's actually something more to this guy who's completely over his head. But man, is he over his head? Uh, you know, you see him put up the believe sign above the office door, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh god, this guy's like he's watched Friday Night Lights too many totally times. The tropes, yeah. You know, yep. like come on. Mm-hmm. But but he just like the team, he wins you over. Totally. Um, totally. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it, and it took a while to kind of get used to you're right it, it almost some of his first jokes could come off so um idiotic and, and kind of sophomoric i mean just one of the ones that i really like it now on on he was talking they were about to take off and they're you know he's talking about if you see me in a dream he's like you know uh let's goof around a little bit and pretend we don't know each other and just like you're kind of feeling out this this guy and uh that there's another line just in that first one. He's talking about Beckham. He's like the guy, the fellow that bends it like himself. And, and, <laughs> and upon, upon, upon second watch, it, it really hit home a lot um, more impactful just because you know, he is sharp. And one of the reasons, you know, he is sharp, like you're saying about, it, and the writing was sharp in this is the speeches. And, and, I think that's where it gets me in a major, major way. And it's, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm sucker for a really, really good speech. Well, sure. And so, and so the, like the tan lines one, it was uh, episode five was actually named tan lines. And that's where he was talking about how change is a good thing. And he was talking about being young and, and Miss Scanlon was the one at the front who reached, who leaned over him. It's like, man, that was the first time I knew about tan lines. And just like, that was a clever way to talk to the guys, but also say something so poignant and impactful. And, and, you know, the whole thing, the whole journey that the audience takes with Ted is really sum up, summed up in, at the end of the darts game. 
Mm. Right. Oh, oh, you know, that's my he, next speech he, I, I wanted to discuss. He tips that was... the whole thing, right? Yep. So first of all, you know, you know, he's a honorable guy. You know, he's a chivalrous guy and he steps up and he plays this game and he could have been the worst darts player and you would have believed him doing this to begin yeah. with. Right. And then he aces this guy and he's like, you know, I realize that all those people who had a problem making fun of me is because mm -hmm. they never tried to know who I was. Just like you never asked me Outside if I could play darts. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that son was, of a gun. The the line, the, the like the real hit home line there was be curious, yeah, not judgmental. Be curious. Like it's, it's, he was talking about, you know, being judged when he was young, but if they were curious, they would have known. And that's, that is, I'm so glad you brought that up. I was gonna, I was gonna build to that as well. Just the, those speeches and just like that type of insight that he was holding and willing to share. And it just, just like, um, I, I, I know I'm gonna find the line somewhere, but like just, uh, oh, it was, it was, um, it was the episode four. It's called The Independent. And I think that's a, episode four is kind of like the perfect moment when you're like kind of all in on him. Yeah. And it's, and, and that's also where, a writer who we all saw in the press room, which you've already alluded to, you know, was j joking him, who got to know him too. And, and just at the end of that, he's just, he says himself, I cannot help but to root for him. And like, it's like at that point, it's like, yeah, me too. All of us. Right. You know, and, you know, you, Ted, uh, was it Ted Grimm, mm. the, uh, the writer for the independent, you know, yep. you meet him and you actually meet him in the trailer and you, He's, you can tell he's sharp. You can tell he's tough. You can tell he does not think anything of this Ted Lasso guy. Yeah. Um, it's not Ted Grimm, but you know who I mean. And yeah, yeah, Trent, yeah, Trent Krim. No excuse yep. me. It's Trent Krim. Um, played by James Lance, uh, as, mm. as I scroll down here. And, yes, uh, sir. And, uh, and he's, yeah, he's completely won over. He's sitting watching him shovel this Indian food <laughs> that is hot. Like, I mean, he took one bite. And he's like, I can't eat this. Yeah. And, and, and Ted's like, well, you got to. You know, yeah. I mean, this Ted's, is just, you don't want to embarrass Ted's in front doing of it for them. Not, not just, not just embarrassment. Just because it was, it was the right thing to do at the yeah. moment and for the person, for the, for like the gift that he was being given. Yeah. You he's know, so, not everyone does that. <laughs> no, no. Most people would not, <laughs> do, that. Would not um, do that. And, and Trent is just like, you know, he spent this whole day trying to decide, you know, he, he like when they go to the, um, to the school for the, you know, to, with the students and oh, yeah. uh, and he's with Roy and he's like, oh really? You have a, a school visit scheduled just for today when I happen to be here, mm -hmm. and yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he, he just he can't believe this guy's real. Totally. Uh, and then by the end of the day, yeah, he's like, wow, he's real. He, I mean, he he's an he, idiot about this game, but he's real. Sure. sure. Yeah, no, even even at the even at the last uh, the final episode of the season, he's he's yelling at the ref. He's like, "Is that offside?" He's like, "No, I'm serious. I I don't I don't yeah, know. If that's, I, I still don't know if that's offside." But I, to go back to like like the level of of you know things that he does that are so endearing. He made the biscuits. Yeah. Like he was making them. You knew he was making the biscuits. He right, right. The biscuits. But, you know, at first, you know, you see it. He's got them in the little box. Like, sure, he picked them up in a shop, right? And then yeah. you, then you realize when you realize he's making those for yep. her, and he's got her from the first bite. Definitely he's got her. That's so good. Um, I want to go back real quick to um, anywhere to the uh, the offsides thing. It's mm -hmm. about like the 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 cleverness of the writing. 
So he he goes up to the ref. He's like, "How is that offsides?" No, really, explain to me how that's offsides. And then they cut. They go to the uh, the broadcasters covering the game, and they're like, "Well, blah 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 blah." And oh, it looks like they're hashing out a, a another play. And Coach Beard. They cut to to Ted and Coach Beard, and Coach is explaining to him the offsides rule. <laughs> Like and they think he's hashing some plays. Like no, it's, it's, it's so it's when he kicks it, not when he. Like by the way, I, my son is it's twelve. He's played soccer. Yeah. This is the first year he hasn't played soccer uh-huh. in ages. I only just last year figured out what that offsides rule means. Oh really? It's yeah. so confusing. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a, it's 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 a whole different world getting into it. Um, shout out to um to uh Coach Beard. Is that Brendan Hunt? I believe it's yes. It's, and and I think he's uh, he's he's involved in the writer. He's done a lot of work with uh, Sudeikis. We have to talk about um, Brian Lawrence is kind of the creator behind this. He uh, did you get into Scrubs or what's the oh, other yeah. one? Spin City's the other one. But I, I enjoy some Scrubs. It was ridiculous, but it was it was I, it was some sharp writing here and there. I mean Scrubs, like a lot of network sitcoms, jumped the shark mm-hmm. after a while. But it was a smart yep. and interesting show. Definitely. I liked Spin City too. Uh, mm-hmm. Michael J. Fox. That was cool. Yep. But that that's going way back. Um. Totally. <laughs> it's, no, it's, it's, I mean, it's it's good to see him and, and doing something. So uh, it is renewed for, it looks like we're guaranteed two more seasons. Yeah, I, I, I got to say, I just clicked on the, um, the creators and crew credits. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of Scrubs, Zach Braff directed one of the episodes. Did he really? Yeah. Now I have wow, to that's cool. Click through and find out which, but... That's pretty wild. Um, Go ahead, Zach. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I was, I was, on, I was on board. I was uh, last night. I was. Um, this might interest you a little bit. I was uh, the the New York City Freaks. It's music group. They were oh, yeah. doing this um, uh, listening party with Marco and um, um, Joe Joe Russo, and and the shins kept coming up. And there's no like. In, and then in the comments, everyone's talking about the Garden State soundtrack. Yeah. It's so funny how it's synonymous that whole thing in that moment of time that's kind that's of a little aside but so since we're talking about music i want to mention uh ask one thing and it's something that um ted uh like to ask it's uh first concert best concert <laughs> um first concert was grateful dead at rfk mm-hmm. june 14th 1991 yep. best concert is it's kind a of a toss-up totally uh but i'll go with Today I'll go with the Fish concert from uh, twelve twenty nine ninety four. Amazing, amazing! I'm gonna answer too. Um, I my first like concert was um, I think it was a Billy Joel show with my dad and my sister. But I like to think of it as like my first concert was like the one I got like dropped off at, and I was by myself. That was a Guns N' Roses show. So that, self, was, that was cool. Self selected, I think. Self selected, right? <laughs> definitely, exactly on on, on your uh, your decision, which obviously you did. That's well, that's a heck of a first uh first show best show same thing it's it's a tough one it's 12 30 97 maybe nassau roses both fish cancers but um wait wait wait, but, wait when was the guns and roses show that was, was which tour it it uh had to be 93 okay what happened there so yeah. was that use your illusion 92. or something right, right yeah right. yeah it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't like an appetite situation okay. it was, that's it was, cool yeah, soon after. that's cool yeah yeah no i'll take it nice. I, I always go on that um uh, just to, well, he did say that uh, first concert, best concert. That was when he was in the office with um, um, I can't think of her name right now, but she's played Rebecca. by Rebecca <laughs> Hannah um, Waddingham. And uh, you're, you're a Thrones person. You enjoyed Thrones. Yeah, she's I mean she's uh, Septa 
Unella, and uh, that's shame. Oh, shame. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, which is a that? fun thing because she was she was really great, and you know that's that's when you do a show like this or have a show like this, it takes you know those type of like antagonistic the, him breaking her down, her coming around to being on his team as we all are. And, and their relationship was a big part of, of the success and the heart in this, I, I believe. Well, I, I want to tie back to the Zach Braff thing. It was episode two, oh, that please, he, the Biscuits, please. that he, that he directed. Yep. So, oh, uh, that was the one? Yeah. So how about that? Um, oh, nice. Yeah, they, no, the cast on this show is so good. Like, it was. You know, you we, talk, we mentioned Coach Beard. Like, mm-hmm. uh, he was, you know, a creator. Uh, but also Brendan Hunt. And he, um, that character is so so great i mean he's he's clearly a a games theory guy right chess player he's reading the books and studies the game he knows you know he's he's the assistant coach probably from the football team and now he's gonna mm. you know help mm. him with the soccer thing and he's the guy who knows the game i love when he played uh with with his girl the like chess like they were able to talk it out right <laughs> was, right that was that's so fun that's some yeah. heavy nerd stuff but you heavy know that's that's brain power that that's totally impressive. that's yep um, let's see. Phil Dunster played Jamie mm-hmm. Tart. Uh, mm-hmm. What a cool, like, a good performance. He's not a char- uh, an actor that I really know, but he's uh, he's good and he nails this role. He's yeah. just this like, yeah. you know, handsome young, stuck mm-hmm. up, hot shot, totally. like so great. And then Brett yeah. Goldstein and this Roy Kent. Like again, not a guy that I, I think I know from stuff. Mm. Like you know, he he did a Doctor Who, and he, you know, he's done a couple things here and there. But like, he's nothing. done a bunch yep. really. But mm-hmm. you know, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, character type actor. My yeah. God, so good. Like, yep. <laughs> and a lot of a lot of it's very understated. I mean, even down to what Brendan Hunt does. It's it's just yeah. It is it's, it's this building pieces around, and they just kind of everyone's doing their role in just this this just perfect way, and it's it, it all adds up. It all adds up. Really does. Um, I, I, we can't go past uh, saying how good Coach Beard was and a compliment without um, mentioning his his um, Doc Brown impersonation of, at one point. He's, Ronald Reagan, the actor. <laughs> like, just, I, I mean, the that's one thing. And it, it, <laughs> yeah, it's hard for me not to like just keep touching on or dropping moments and lines. Like, I mean, in um, episode six, I think it was, Two Aces. It's, I mean, you know, I, I love the NBA. I like I watch a lot of basketball. When he's when, when and oh, Lasso's doing his Iverson thing. Practice. He brings it talking about practice, like just bringing it into it. I'm like, that is comedy gold right now. When you're when you're pulling that back and just like the um the, the next episode, they're all watching Iron Giant and they're like, watch out for that 74 minute mark. All these like <laughs> little little gems and it's just I don't know. It it's it's so much to like. It, that is enticing. Yeah, you know, he really, they they had just all these little loaded moments that were yeah. really outstanding. Um, and I did the banter again. The banter between coach the coaches was yep. always so sharp. Um, in, in the in the office, especially oh. when they had some time to lean back and really get into it. Or, you know, even little just like passing moments when, sure. you know, Roy comes in, you know, he's talking about, you know, you have to uh, give the head coach band to, you know, not the head coach, the, yeah. uh, the captain band, and they have that back and forth, back and forth. And then he, Roy says, you make it hard to love you, and he leaves. <laughs> and then and, and Ted looks over at Beard, and Beard's like, 
he loves you. You know, it's they they have this rapport and these and there's the running jokes that you pick up every now and then that mm-hmm. they, they clearly have that they yep. barely let the audience in on, mm-hmm. you know, just just yeah. enough. And it, it feels like, I mean, they have been working together for a while. It, 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 I'm really glad you pointed that out. You feel like you're kind of touching on some of their inside jokes or something. They, you know, there's something behind the scenes there that you get. But that's also plays into just how amazing it is to see them. You know, they have a history, like right. a longer history than, than, than you're aware of. The relationship is lived in, you know, it's like, lived, uh, lived it's in. like that thing that Perfectly Lucas sad. would do for Star Wars, you know, for his sets. He wanted, yeah. what do you call it? Um, uh, uh, used futures you know he wanted all the sets to yeah. look futuristic but freaking li- lived, lived in, in lived well in. this relationship and like any relationship in a show or a book that you know doesn't begin on the page or on the screen needs yep. to feel real and needs to have a past and you can really feel Definitely. a past yep yep yeah we slid into something that would that already existed yeah without a doubt um you know it was pretty impressive because i mean this isn't a show that, that we're going to be talking about, like, the production level. But some of the gameplay looked really cool. Yeah. I, like, I don't, like, sometimes when, when, you know, there's a show that is a comedy or something, uh, whether it's, like, they're playing football or whatever, there's soccer in this case, sometimes, like, that's this so much the aside that it doesn't even look good at all. Yeah. Some of this gameplay looked really good. It was, um, I think that they filmed it all at um, stadium, at, at, at uh, all the stadium scenes at, um, Palace's uh, Selhurst Park, so they did get in the stadium to to make that happen. But uh, that was something initially when when they started you know showing the games. I'm like, oh, this this could be a train wreck. But it, it looked pretty good, and it you know kind of culminated in that um, last game at the end, which I really like the fact that they didn't let us off the hook with like a win at the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when that kind of like it's it's and it's it's not unpredictable that they would do this or anything but instead of just that like hoorah like and on a high note it was it just made it more real and interesting that that it didn't work out it's true it does also hook us for future season which is yeah. which is good it gives them something yep. to attain but i i want to say about the gameplay i know at least one of the main actors uh was christo fernandez who played mm-hmm. danny rojas he mm-hmm. was a professional soccer player before mm-hmm. uh before a, a, he became an actor, he also—I mean—he's got degrees in film and whatnot as well. But he was a soccer yeah. player, so oh, that's awesome! You know, and, and <laughs> soccer, football is life. You know? Come on, <laughs> yeah. man! That guy's that guy was a great character. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what does a, a British owl say? You know, they never um, they never answered that question. He makes the joke at one point, but they were I think they were so fed up with him at one point that I think the uh, coach Beard walks away from him. Oh, it was so, that scene. What yeah, does so a British what, um, owl say? Whom? It says whom. Whom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. Um, but, but the reason I mentioned that, and just because it's kind of funny anyways, but um, his Twitter, Ted Lasso Twitter, is where you had to go to find out about that. And it is something, it is a must follow because it's like Ted Lassoisms. I'm going to stick with the Lassoisms. It's, it's, it sounds it's sounding nice to me right now. There's Lassoisms all over the place. And you know what? At the end of the day, I think something, I, I keep talking about heart, but I think I'd rather change my phrasing right now to positivity. And it's just rife with positivity. And his 
Twitter feed is just ripping with positivity and lassoisms, and and it's just it's still hitting. It's still getting me. And, I, and I, I'm, I just went there to follow it, and of course, you know, yeah. when you go to look at a Twitter account that you don't follow, it says who follows it. And funny, welcome to the party, pal. Follows. Yes, <laughs> we are we are in on that. Absolutely. Well, no, I actually. <laughs> me too. I was I was looking up the joke. And it was it was right after I watched that episode, and instead of the answer to the joke coming because I googled it, it came to Ted Lasso's thing that like people writing articles about how you know, and, and I guess that speaks to also this really struck a chord. It wasn't just me and you, like yeah. it really. I, I love that has. that happened. It's 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 from you know I was listening to another um, uh, film and television podcast the other day, and they were they were flat out saying that they believe it is the like most beloved and most popular show on Apple TV. And I, I, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I don't know if they're wrong. It's yeah, just, it's. Can we talk about yeah. Apple TV for a minute? I mean, they've had sure, a, a few absolutely. things that maybe didn't entirely hit. Like they had yeah. their big, like first wave banner thing was C. Yeah. With, um, what's his name? Who was the uh, Aquaman? And, and I watched that. Mm. I watched that. Jason. That guy, you know, Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you think? I did not watch that. Uh, my wife persisted, so we watched it. It was okay. <laughs> it was okay, you know. But yeah. it wasn't like, you know, I, you know, I don't need the, another season of it. Sure. I, I didn't necessarily. I mean, it was interesting. It was an interesting Definitely. idea. And it, you know what? I mean, it's it goes back to it. It's I, I forget what book or wherever. It was said, but like, if you're really describing something as interesting, you're not really. Yeah, no, I'm not saying a lot about it. (laughs) I mean, I could probably say more about it. um, But sure, of course. But but, we're not here about that show. I saw. I I I think, just from my perspective, the in their short history, they're kind of like their biggest uh, reach for like a tentpole um, show was the morning show. As far as I could tell, just looking at the cast and just, I mean, that's a huge, huge cast: Carell, Aniston, just, uh, just, I mean. It, that was that was kind of going for it, and, and I watched it. I watched it. I I, I about, liked it. I'm part of the way it. into it. I've watched about three yeah. of them. Yeah, there was. I mean, there's there's a lot to like there. Um, and again, it's not about that, so we don't have to dig in. But I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and say I found it interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I actually I actually kind of like it, and I've tried to get my wife to watch it with me, and that's why I haven't pushed through because i wanted to catch up but and, so. and actually i know i know a lot of people who really really you know what i've kind of ripped through it too so i don't know if i'm giving enough credit of, of how i was feeling about it and and you know it well it, it does it touches on some cool topics when, when i know? finish it i'll let you know absolutely <laughs> circle circle back there's a oh oh you're not i know you're not you're not a ween person there's a big ween moment M- music musically musically speaking um what else what that's, else that's I, a band I just want, right that is a band. It's a rock and roll <laughs> band. A great American rock and roll band. What else are we missing? I want to make sure we give proper Damn love to all the moments. You know, all right. How about musically? Um, there's, there's, a, 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 it opens up with uh, God, God Save uh, the Queen by the uh, Sex Pistols. There's a, there's a Bismarcky closes the, 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 um, the first episode. I'm trying to think about other songs that well, there's come a up. Great I know, karaoke sequence. Let it go. She rip, Rebecca rips. Let it go. Yeah, and props rips to it. Hannah Waddington. Waddingham. Yes, she yep. sings the crap out of that. Crap out of it. It's so I, good. I have in my notes, and I don't have many notes. It's just a mess in front of me. It says, it says, uh, 
ripped. Let it, I wrote that exactly. Ripped, let it go. Oh, I also, while I'm looking at it, he, he credits Alfonso Rivera as the greatest physical comedian of the 19th, 20th, and 21st century. That's a, that's a, that's, that's a great lassoism. I'm glad I just looked down there. Yeah. Um, but also, it ended with um, uh, Edith Piaf gets a lot of play around my place. I'm a big fan of that. It, it, the actual whole season ended with non Jenan Rigette Rien. I'm sure I said that wrong, but um, but I mean, there's, there's some great musical cues and, and, and pulls at the, to start and end the show. Well, you know, they use uh, You'll Never Walk Alone there, yep. and uh, that, of course, is a big soccer cheer. I don't know which mm. team uses that or if it's all in general, because I'm not a big football soccer no, sports I, I fan honestly it. i like it but uh, yeah me neither i like it I, you know i watch world cup and stuff but i'm not i'm yeah. not gonna lie i'm not gonna pretend i'm a big fan but i know that's a, a football cheer uh partially yeah. because i had to learn that because it's in that pink floyd song and i was like why why are we uh, hearing this and <laughs> and, I, and so i looked that up one time as a young man I was like, what's what's uh, this all about so, yeah yeah, there was a great. Um, there's a great. There's, you know, it, it, they're not trying to make any sort of deep uh, comments about anything. But there was a great imperial, a parallelism joke at one point when he gives uh, he gives Sam the action figure. Oh, I, you know, that was like, I, 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 you know, it's funny. We talk about this show is so uplifting, but you know, it has these dark turns. These like, That's absolutely, you know, which is which drives the character like everybody's life, right? You know. Yep. Even the most upbeat yep. people have terrible things going on. And, totally. and he, yeah, he gives Sam this, you know, this army man to inspire him, which his son is given to him by, to protect him. And Sam's like, you know, this is really sweet. I get what you're saying, but the U.S. Army does not mean the same we thing to me. We don't think we don't we don't think the same thing. You know what? I, I thank you for bringing that up too, because we're, we're talking so much about the bright side of this. And it is the, I think it's the darker moments that make the brighter sides look even brighter. Cause if you look at the first episode, the, the kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's lighthearted and this imbecile was kind of being put into the situation. But then we get a phone call with his, with his, with his wife that was very difficult. And you realize really what he's going through and, you know, we eventually learned that the reason he's even here isn't so much that he, you know, the job offer, but he was trying to give space and save his marriage. And so the, there, there is a dark undertone that's building, you know, that there's a foundation for all the, for everything to be built on. Right. And they, you know, wife and son come and you really see it. You yep. see them interacting face to face and you see the challenge there. And, and then my God, the, the, Make Rebecca Great Again episode when they yeah. go to, uh, was it to Liverpool or whatever to play the game? Yep. And, you know, he's got the, the let it go one, yeah. divorce papers and the, mm -hmm. I mean, has a panic attack. This is, mm -hmm. this is Ted Lasso. He's <laughs> like the upbeat, happy guy and he's got the uh -huh. joke and he's got, but like he is having a real serious More life time. moment mm -hmm. and it makes him, it makes him really like, uniquely perfectly able to reach out to rebecca who is mm. dealing with something completely different but also the same and dealing with yeah. it in a completely different way yeah. and he's able to connect to her and completely shatter her evil plan <laughs> which yeah. and and yeah. honestly shatter the evil side of her which isn't yeah. that evil she's just embittered yeah and, no absolutely and yeah and, and 
Yeah, that's uh, that's how he made Rebecca great again. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, he watching just this positive spirit, and 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 we know he's going through a hard time, but he's always putting on this face for everybody else. And it's and and to see it work and to see him change people's lives is pretty exhilarating. You know what? It's damn near one of the sweetest shows I've ever seen. Really, like, like it? It really the is. The note when Jamie opens the note on the bus at the end of the season, like he sees Jamie in the locker room, and like, oh, that's heavy and dark. And then in and he he sends that note, mm-hmm. like, like yep. his his whole thing. He says it early, pretty early on, and it comes up a couple times, like. Outwardly, he says, you know, it's not about winning and losing or ties. You guys do ties over here. He said he they, they remind <laughs> him at the uh, at the first press conference. Uh, it, it's about his connection with the players. It's about lifting these guys up and making them the best they can be. And he's still willing and interested in doing that to Jamie Tart, who hates him, hates him. Because he sees, you know, the qualities of this young man. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Freaking that, great I mean, guy. That's the thing. It's, it's really, it, 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 it's, it's kind of an ode to the power of positivity. Because, I mean, we know he's not dumb. We know he knows he dislikes him. And he's just like, you know what? Um, this, is, this is what I'm going to bring to the world. I'm not going to combat that with, with more negativity. I'm going to combat it with positivity. And it's it's... That's it, this little awesome lesson there, and it, maybe that doesn't always work in the real world, but you know what? It worked in Ted Lasso, and that's enough for me. You know, and I'm going to say, I think it largely, it's well. Let, let me put it this way: it's worth trying in the real world. No doubt. Um, no I doubt. don't always we, do I would it, love but to see I try it. it. I th- yeah, absolutely, and I, I think it does resonate more, and sometimes it resonates more than you think. You, you, even if you put out these little positive vibes into the world, I think they resonate and they ripple like. You know, like like a, a, a an echo or a wave, more than you think. You know, and so yeah. Ted Ted's Ted's a fine example of that, and and what what we can do there. It's 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 a really really special show, but we can't leave without me asking you, what's your favorite bath bomb? <laughs> he asks all these he asks all these funny, really funny questions, and he asks them so abruptly, like I just did here. Like he's just like like the kind of like icebreakers moments. They're so fun to me. I think the the most amazing thing about that one in particular is that is that the people he asked had an answer. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it's very specific, like creme right. brulee honey or something yeah. like that. I don't have an answer, man. I grew up in a house without fragrance, so you know, no, totally. I don't. I don't bath bomb. So <laughs> yeah, no, bath bomb, either. bomb. It I don't made, know. Bath, bath, bath bomb. It made, it made me made me interesting. It's so um, funny though. I, I definitely need to thank you because uh, I'm, I'm assuming it might have found its way into my world, but you made Ted Lasso find his way, their way into my world a lot faster. So thank you for that. Oh, uh, well, I'm glad to do it. You know, it's like, this is so good. I have to talk about it. Oh, I know who totally. I know who wants to hear about this. <laughs> I know the guy. I know the guy. <laughs> and I'm also in, and I do this all the time. Like we, you know, we won't do episodes unless we think people will love what we're doing. Like, you know, no one, you know, I'm not trying to get on this and talk about talk shit about something i don't like i I don't i don't like just like ted i'm not trying to put negativity on the world i want to put positivity i'm always hoping that when we do this and someone sees that we're putting out an episode they're like i gotta check that so maybe you know maybe they'll join us and listen to it but more than that i want them to watch it because i know it'll make them feel good because ted lasso made me feel good i know it made you feel good yeah it really did and and i honestly i'll probably watch it again before we get another season yeah totally Uh, i agree 
So good. I'll, I'll, I'm, I will treat myself before to lead up to the next season. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Jonathan, thank you Hi. very much for coming on the show and, and talking about this with me. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It's, uh, it's always fun to hang out and chat about something we love. And uh, yeah, I really love this one. So it's a good time. Awesome. And uh, thank you all, everyone out there for joining the party. We'll see you all next time. And uh, last one there's a scotch egg. Rien de rien. Non, je ne regrette rien. C'est payé, balayé, oublié. Je me fous du passé avec mes souvenirs. J'ai allumé le feu, mes chagrins, mes plaisirs, je n'ai plus besoin de balayer les amours avec leur trémolo, balayer pour toujours. Je repars à zéro. This podcast is in the loop, the Legion of Osiris Podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love. Get in the loop at osirispod.com.